Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. Do you think by now, if you were to fast forward this episode, whenever it airs, that we now have double the amount of listeners that we do because we've started to engage in the marketing and advertising of DIY Money Podcast? Fast forward to when this airs? Yes. When is that? Everything's possible, but that's like two weeks. Wayne's World. Do you remember that? Yes. And uh, you do? Back in the day. Oh, man, I loved Wayne's World. Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Party time! Excellent! We're dating ourselves to young listeners who have no idea what Wayne's World is. Did they go backwards or forwards when they did that? I don't remember. Were they looking ahead or were they looking back? I would ask Allie. She has no idea what we're talking about. None. She's totally shaking her head no. To her generation, that's called a classic movie. Oh, man. My kids, I tell you what, it's so much fun that when my kids come back to something that I used to watch or listen to and they love it and they, it's like, Dad, did you know Like we stumbled in the hotel room the other night on Rambo First Blood mm. and Brandy, my wife was walking through. She goes, really? Before bed? Because my my middle son and I were watching it, and I go, "Oh, babe, this is a classic. You got to watch this, John Jay." And we got I don't know fifteen minutes into it or something, and my son was like, "This is amazing!" And I was like, "We got to shut it off. You got to go to bed." He's like, "I can't go to bed. I can't go to bed now. I got to see what happens." Seriously. So, anyways, I don't mean entertainment was good back in the day. Yeah, it was. Now like, we just like go see the new Barbie. Repeat movie? everything. No, I didn't you know there was such a thing until everything did, started did, being pink. Did you see their marketing? Did you hear, watch any of their commercials? So I went to the theater and saw the new Mission Impossible. Highly yeah. recommend, by the way. Holy cow. And plus, he's 61. He's 61. Mm-hmm. We have no excuses, Daniel. When we're in our late 50s, I expect us to be doing a DIY money calendar. I will even do my own stunts. Boom. 61. Anyways, in the beginning of that, there was a, a commercial or an advertisement for the Barbie movie, and it was brilliant because in the beginning it said, if you love Barbie, and then there was like a thing, and he goes, if you hate Barbie, and there was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they they appealed because I have heard a lot of people go, yeah, it was actually really good. And I'm like, you saw that movie? Seriously? Well, my kids wanted to see it, and then they enjoyed it. So they've appealed to try to get both ends of the spectrum. I'm not going to see the movie. Kind of like Paw Patrol. I don't know. Do they appeal to both sides of the spectrum? I mean, like Paw Patrol. You know, like all the cartoons, they throw in, you know, the jokes for the adults and stuff. Mm, Paw Patrol. I love Paw Patrol. I used to love Paw Patrol. We had the tower and everything. Literally the last movie I saw in the theater. It was a movie? The Paw Patrol movie? Yeah, I didn't know it was a movie. Oh, yeah. we used to. Kids wanted to see it, so we saw it. Okay, this episode and all episodes now brought to you by Jewel Financial, J-O-U-L-E, powerful planning, wherever you may live. Visit us on the web, jewelfinancial.com. Check out our wealth development program, or just check out some of the cool content. Do you know we produce a YouTube video about once a week talking about the world? You can check it out right under the video section on our website, jewelfinancial.com. Also, check out the DIY Money social pages, they're... They're back on fire. I mean, they they kind of smoked for a while. 
they I don't know, that's not terminology. They were on fire, they were rocking it, then we kind of waned. We didn't really have a lot of direction. Now, boy, on fire. Unbelievable. DIY Money Podcast on Instagram, DIY Money Podcast on Twitter. Smolder. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. It was smoldering. Took me a minute. Smoldering. Uh, the Tribe, back going at The Tribe on Facebook, if you're still on Facebook. What else do we have? The website, DIYMoney.org. I mean, anywhere. Anywhere you go, you can check it all out. We're, we we're going to have not swag TikTok. soon. Swag. Not TikTok. No, we're not on TikTok. We can't let the, the uh, outside forces infiltrate all of our goodness. Yeah, don't let the TikTok. All right. We got a great question today from Joe... What do you got? DIY! Hey there, DIY team. My name is Joe. I'm a big time fan, been listening to the podcast for a while. Um, gotta love the, the bro talk and especially love the uh, little sound bites that y'all edit in. I think it's hilarious. So keep up the awesome work. Um, my question for you today you know, my wife and I bought a townhouse about a year ago when interest rates were really good. We got it at 2.9. So about a 3% interest rate. And we put 3% down, you know, got as much of a loan as we could. Um, But we bought an older townhouse and the school district is not great. My wife and I are planning on having kids and starting a family soon. So ideally when those kids hit school age in about five or six years, we would be in a place with a better school system. So we're planning on selling this place in about five or six years. And I'm wondering... It's an older building. How much money or how much time and resources should I invest in renovations? Things like new windows, redoing the bathroom. Um, Of course, the essentials like water heaters and HVAC, we have done those out of necessity. But curious on your insight into the the nicer things like a a pretty bathroom and, uh, and new floors. Thanks for your time. Look forward to hearing from you. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Okay, Joe. This is an interesting topic. I'm going to approach it from a variety of angles, and I'm going to really approach it personally on what I would do uh, to get some, you know, to some insight if I was in your situation. Doesn't sound like you want to rent this out. Doesn't sound like you want to be a landlord. You don't want to turn it into an Airbnb or anything like that. So we're going to kind of move that off the table. Uh, it would have been interesting if you threw that in there. We could have mm. talked about that. But that doesn't sound like that's on the table. If it is now on the table, send us a new question and we'll address it. But I would first, this is what I would do. I would first, in in Lexington, Kentucky, I have a real estate agent gal that I know who's unbelievable, and I would call her up. We, I don't always agree with her, which is great. Like That's how you want a professional relationship. You don't always just want to agree with someone. But I would ask her right now, I would say, Kelly, what is the biggest bang for my buck when it comes to redoing this townhome? And she'd probably, look, she'd be incentivized. She'd probably want to list it. So she'd come over and she'd say, okay, if you do this, you'll probably get a little bit more of this. You'll do this, you get a little bit more of this. Okay. That's number one that I would do. The reason I would do that, Joe, is because I want to see what the market is willing to pay for various things without having to do it all. There, there's going to be a middle ground. There's going to be a middle ground where you'll get more a bang for your buck by putting down, you know, imitation wood floors that are almost like wood. I mean, they're just unbelievable today. I'm not making this up, but well, I'm not making the imitation wood floors up, but I'm making this suggestion up. 
that might get you, you know, two for one or three for one. You may think redoing the whole kitchen gets you five for one, and reality it's going to be a negative five, right? There's there's elements of a remodel that are going to give you a bigger bang for your buck. I believe it's area specific. I believe it's kind of home specific. I don't believe it's across the board. So if you read a blog with somebody who says what they're doing in Minneapolis, it may not be the same for where you live. So I would find a real estate professional in your area and inquire. How do you find that real estate professional? Look for the one with the greatest marketing and the greatest signs in your area. I I mean, really. I, I really believe that. Go to the winner. If they're marketing, if they have a lot of signs, if they're closing deals, that means they're very successful. They probably have a team. And those are the people you want to reach out to. Here's your sign. You don't, I know this is hard. Everybody knows a realtor. I probably know 10. So there are probably nine of them I probably just angered by mentioning Kelly. And I apologize for that, but she's who I think of because she's very aggressive, very good at marketing. She closes a ton of deals. She's very good. So I would find someone in your neck of the woods and ask them, professionally speaking, to give you some insight. The second thing I would do is find someone who is very good at investing in real estate. Now, that's going to be a little harder. You may have to ask some colleagues and you know go around and find someone who is good or has experience buying, selling properties as an investor. This is going to be a different angle. I would immediately be thinking of a couple people, and they would tell you exactly what they would do if they had bought it as an investment to turn around and make money because guess what? That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to make money. So if you ask the investor, they might say, you know what? You really need to put windows in and just put down some ceramic tile because – even though the hardwood would be nicer, the ceramics cheaper, it's going to be clean and somebody can come in. You know, I'd paint, yeah, you might paint, but paint just a basic neutral color. Do not paint something that, you know, is specific to what you think a baby's room should look like or whatever. So they might give you the turnkey investor ideas to help you along the way. Those are the two steps I would I would take uh, if I was in your shoes. Daniel's renting. He's looking for homes constantly to buy. I'm curious what you have to say about this question, Daniel. I guess I would try to decipher whether you're doing any of these for you or doing them to turn a future profit. So, like, you're going to be there for a while, therefore, you may or may not want a pretty bathroom, which I don't really care what the bathroom looks like most of the time. As long as it's not a gas station bathroom or something like that, then... It does what it needs to do. So, uh, but you and your wife may have competing priorities or values on this, and so you may want certain areas fixed up. But yeah, I think what you said as far as the investment perspective and all that, um, if you're in there short term, I would really throttle back what you do from a personal enjoyment perspective and try to think more of the long term and save money for your future location. So. Really talk to those experts and figure out, dial in on what are the biggest priorities as far as adding value to this place, but look at it as a temporary place. Uh, I mean, we're in a rental because uh, it's a, you know temporary, though a longer term temporary than maybe we thought going in, but a temporary place that we don't have to put in any bells and whistles or anything like that. We kind of 
kind of bide our time, wait there. And actually, it's been pretty nice and refreshing not to have to think about a lot of these things. So uh, the kitchen's definitely not pretty. Uh, but, I mean, the food that comes out of it tastes about the same as it does in a pretty kitchen. So, uh, And the bathroom pretty much does about the same thing as a pretty bathroom does. So all of those things are pretty much utilitarian and useful uh, in our life. And I don't need a lot of prettiness because, well, I've got a wife. So... Nice. See what I did there? I do. She won't listen. I do. But... She won't listen. But, you know, and again, I, I think that it sounds like for, it's a townhome, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a starter property. Yeah. So there's some basic things. And again, I think if you talk to a couple of professionals, this is where I'm I'm going to kind of say there are people out there that are that are more wise in these arenas than you are, than we are. That's the direction. You need to have a network of people that you would call upon to say, what would you do in this in this environment or in this situation? I'd be curious, because it's more of a starter home, if these experts would say the facelifting is more important than stuff like the windows. Mm. Because starter home, people tend to fall in love with the less practical. Yeah. So, like, I mean, people buy, you're, like, going into an established home, in the established part of their career actually care about things like energy efficiency and windows, but starter home age folks are usually like, does it have the new hip, whatever? I don't think anybody in their twenties thinks at all about windows. You know, Joe never mentioned, but I think it's, it's uh, appropriate for us to talk briefly about the angle of paying for this. So 3% down, he's got a 3% rate and you know he's done some necessary things. They're going to move, so we're talking about hey, we're we're saving for a new down payment in another house. We're going to mm-hmm. sell this and unlock some value. So even if Joe, you're not looking at doing these things right now, for example, maybe it's not in the budget. Maybe it's it would it would impact the savings for a down payment. But you're going to do it before you list the property. This is where I think getting an understanding of the demographic, of the area, of the house, et cetera, and exactly what you need to do for the best return on investment is going to be critical. And then wait till the end. Wait till right before you're about to list it to do all those things. Get a punch list. Then it's all new and fresh. Yeah, then it's all new and fresh, and you don't worry about it. All right, that was a good question. It's a little different than we normally answer, but we don't normally just bunt. But find a good professional. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, we value good professionals. Absolutely. Take me, Garth. Where? I'm low on gas and you need a jacket. I'm going to be Frank. Okay. Can I still be Garth? All right, Joe. We'll send you an Amazon $25 gift card. What Joe did was send us an audio file question. He cut it on his phone, more than likely. Sent it via email to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Keep those questions coming. We're cutting three shows a week And if we use it, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.